Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I think the Ravens are the biggest winners in the AFC Northeast offseason. This is a team that consistently is going to be in position to contend because of how talented they are. The reality of it is, those guys can play. Players in the NFL, certainly one of the best players at quarterback. They got a guy at tailback in J.K. Dobbins, who I think could be an all-pro. They got one of the best tight ends in football, a plethora of perimeter weapons, some health on the offensive line, a very good defensive line, one of the better young linebackers in the NFL in a top-five secondary. And no one talks about it. What it is, welcome back to another episode of At The Bank, a Baltimore Ravens podcast, y'all feel me, yo, this episode, yo, is going to be dope, you feel me, and this episode is titled, The Business, The Business Arrangement, um, this episode is pretty much going to be talking about the schedule, the schedule is now out, man, and, and I can't wait to, till we actually be at the bank, you feel me, at M&T Bank Stadium, and and the season actually getting started, you feel me? And like I said, this episode I'm gonna be this uh pretty much giving my opinion on each game, give away my little takes, how I feel, how the game might outcome, and I'm gonna go ahead and, and, and give my early prediction of what our record uh should be this year or could be, you know what I mean? You feel me? So before I get there, you know what I mean, they already said that the right now we have the eighth easiest schedule um coming up this year and they also projecting us to be a 12 and 5 which is not bad which is i i can kind of almost see for us uh flop nation um and that will be a, a solidified good record that automatically say that we're going to be in the playoffs um number two uh the only thing about it is we will not have uh a first round bye pretty much um unless uh 12 and 5 can Wound out to be the best record in the AFC, which is going to be kind of hard, you know, coming from what Kansas City did last year um, and, and you know, numerous other teams that can also be a threat this year. You know, I mean, I don't think 12 is that mark to be to get that first round by. I think you most definitely going to have to try to stretch out to get that 14th win. You know what I mean? But before I even, you know, get down there too far, you feel me? Um, Let's 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 go down the schedule. You know what I mean? Let let's 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 see who I who I believe that we can most definitely get a solidified win and where where the record can uh potentially be. You feel me? And um let's 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 get started, you feel me? 
right now, our first game, I can't wait because this is the game I'm most definitely going to be down and tailgating and, and, and showing my support. So be on the lookout for at the bank. I'm most definitely going to be down at M&T Bank Stadium on, on week one. And week one, we got the Houston Texans. And it's a one o'clock game. It's a home game, like I already said. And I believe that this is going to be a game that we have to figure out and establish our identity early. Because most definitely, we're going to be uh, our offense is going to be looked at first. Our offense is the main main objective of how everybody's going to view us. And I believe that this is uh, week one is where we should go ahead and really discover who we are and try to discover our identity quick and early. And why not do it on the Houston Texans? No disrespect to the Houston Texans. I understand that they are a NFL team. That team can be mm, second, maybe third best in that division. You know what I mean? I understand that they are coming to a, a rebuild stage. And the AFC South, it's pretty much trash in my division. You feel me? Oh my god! And I, I really just don't see. I don't see Houston win that division, but I also don't see Houston being too much. No, I'm lying. I'm lying. I'm not even going to sit there and try to paint a picture that 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 that's a fairy tale. Houston is going to be in the bottom. They're going to be in the basement. Is that I just sit here just think about the AFC South? They will be in the bottom. Um. And the team that I'm I, I I'm looking for out of the Houston Texans is them trying to establish who they are with a new head coach down there, with a new quarterback, hopefully that franchise quarterback now. And you know, they're trying to build the identity of who they are. They had nothing to lose. So I'm pretty sure they're gonna come out with a game plan, but all they are all the Houston Texans is trying to do is just trying to figure out who they are. And with us. We got to take control of that. We can't just sit there and just um, let Houston become their identity. We're going to have to just wipe their identity out from them. We're going to have to make sure that they don't oppose and show that their youth, you know what I mean, can can maybe keep them in the game. I don't really see uh, Houston winning this game because, like I said, it's going to have to take time for them to um, understand who they are and what they're trying to become. And with us on the other end, is that first year Todd Munkin, we're going to most definitely have to figure out who he is, and he's going to have to figure it out quick. And I believe that this is a this is the time that game um, and with that team that we're playing against is we have to figure out what works and what do not works early. You know what I mean? We got to figure out if, if Zay Flowers can go deep. You know what I mean? And uh, uh, I believe he has the potential to go deep and and, and grab some big yards that game. We're going to have to figure out um, is Mark – Mark Andrews is going to be Mark Andrews. We're going to have to figure out OBJ. You know what I mean? How is he – is going to be good in the slot? Is he going to be good on the outside? You know, it's just like virtual different things that we want to have to see coming in uh, onto this first game. And I think that that's where the Ravens most definitely going to have to start is by trying to figure out who we want to be – on this uh, first week, you know, I mean, we most definitely cannot forget about our running game. I think this is also if the passing is not working and you just trying to get too cute with it. I think that this is where you rely on the run game. You establish J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards early. <laughs> you know, what I mean, I, I think that we can't forget about them. I understand we got some new weapons 
and and um and we would like to utilize our new weapons but we can't forget what god is who we uh are and we are still a running first team so i most definitely believe that um they we're gonna have to get that ground and pound game started early because that week two is going to be a game it's going to have to be a test uh coming on week two it's an early test coming like a pop quiz in my nature so I can most definitely see us getting that W in week one, which would be good for us in the flat nation. And it being a home game, boy, it can go crazy. Pretty much something like. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? So that it can get very exciting <laughs> down at the M&T Bank. So I believe we can get that, that dub on the first game. Week two comes, like I said, it's going to come like a pop test boy a pop quiz and the cincinnati Bengals, and we go to cincinnati we go up into ohio and normally uh I, I would like for us to say we can get this game um but i believe that this is the game that it, that might catch us early because for the simple fact that we always had trouble um closing out cincinnati or beating cincinnati last year we we split with cincinnati on uh, one one but this uh this is Probably going to be the same type deal this year. Cincinnati is still a good team. Cincinnati is still uh, – they still led their division, our division last year. And I'm pretty sure they are looking to uh, uh, repeat what they did from last year. Um, now, hopefully – well, not hopefully because I never want to wish ill, bad ill on the uh, next man. But if Joe Mixon is not there, then I think their running game might be in trouble. They might be – uh, coming down to a one-dimensional type offense, because um, Joe Mixon was was that guy. In my opinion, Joe Mixon was the their identity. Um, it was he was able to establish uh, uh, good rushing yards. He was able to establish yards per game. He was also able to catch out of the backfield. He was like a dual threat. And uh, once Joe Mixon was gone, the Cincinnati Bengals with offense was going in my in my opinion. You know, what I mean, I'm pretty sure. Yes, they got Jamar Chase, they got uh, Boyd and Higgins. That also, you know, it's a big threat. You know, uh, having three wide receivers um, that all can ball out at any given time and can uh, potentially get you over 100 yards. Man, this is it's, it's scary. But um, this is also the way that um, what I was just saying about the. Um, going against the Houston Texans, we can't forget about who we are, and that will be that's going to come down to if they don't have Joe Mixon, we got JK Dobbins and Gus Edwards, and we're gonna have to run the ball now. This year might be evenly matched when it comes to uh wide receiver over them now. Like I said, I already gave you their three wide receivers this year. We got Zay Flowers, we got OBJ, Devin Dubonet, uh, Bashar Bateman. You know, what I mean, our wide receiver room look different. And our wide receiver room can look scary, you know what I mean. So it can, it, it it's going to have to come down to which wide receiver room is going to be better in this game. But uh, by it being an early game, early in the season, and us having a new offensive coordinator, um, I can kind of see Cincinnati getting this game, and it wouldn't be too bad of a loss because you know what I mean I'm I'm pretty sure it's never a blowout. When it comes to Cincinnati and and, and 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 us, it's never a blowout. So I believe that that's going to be a close game. Um, Cincinnati is coming off; they already have their offensive identity, and I think that's what's going to keep them above us 
just for that short run, uh, short spell of time. I still think that at the end we will be the better team. I believe that we will lead and win this division this year. But you know, you just can't sleep on Cincinnati. So I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna be a realist, and I'm gonna say Cincinnati takes game one because it's at their home stadium. It's early in the season, um, and we still gonna have to try to establish who we are on the offensive end. But when it comes to week three. It can, we can also take uh, uh, another break, not a break, but another chance and another crack at a team that's not too high in that division. You know what I mean? They they fighting for that bottom basement team just like uh, the Houston Texans in that division because they're in the same division. They're going to be fighting to see who's in the bottom, who, who don't want to be in the bottom. You feel me? And we got the Indianapolis Colts. Yes, they just got just like the uh, Houston Texans. They also went in the draft and got a rookie quarterback, and I'm pretty sure that that rookie quarterback that rookie quarterback was putting up a lot of hype going into the draft combine and go leading up to the draft. And Anthony Richardson, and I believe that eventually he will be that guy. He, he reminds us of this guy. He he emulates and kind of go after uh play just like LJ. So I'm pretty sure that. That's where they're going to try to run their offense um, behind Anthony Richardson, and it's going to be just like an LJ-type offense. That's where we can catch the Colts, in my opinion. You know what I mean? Because we already seen it. We know what it looks like. We know what is capable uh, of, of what's happening. So we got to lock that down. We got to get that secure and, and, and strapped in, buckled in early. And why not? This is the team. Because I believe that also the Colts – it's kind of going through a rebuild stage. They're not going through a full rebuild stage, in my opinion, like the uh, the Houston Texans. But the Colts is taking a step back. But the one thing I like that the uh, Indianapolis Colts did do this year was finally draft a quarterback. Stop getting these one-year rentals. <laughs> so they finally got the message. But I do. I still think that the Ravens come out with a dub on this one. I we so that that's going to put us two and one. In the three in the uh week three, um after week three, on oh, my bad. Um, I can see us going two and one. Because like I said, these two teams, the Colts and the Texans, is trying to figure out who they are. They going, you know what I mean? And while they trying to figure out who they are, why not a team that's everybody believe that's can make the playoffs and will be in the playoffs? Gotta get these games early. You know what I mean? Give me these, give me games early and take the AFC conference wins early also. Because at the end of the season, those is going to be the ones that count. All right. Um, this schedule goes crazy because we, we go home, away, home, and then we away for this next game in week four, and that's the Cleveland Browns. Um, okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Now, this is also a toss-up game, in my opinion. Um, because this game uh still early. Um, I'm pretty sure that we are trying to 
uh trying to uh really establish of who we are but the one thing that um the cleveland browns do have on their side this year is that they get a full off season of deshaun watson you know i mean deshaun watson is still a top 10 quarterback in this league he's still you know i mean arguably we can maybe be in the top five you know i mean it depends on what type of season he have this year but i'm pretty sure that he's in the top 10 category um you get a full season with him and then you also have um um he got some key pieces around him you got amari cooper they got elijah moore also that happened in the trade this offseason they still got nick chubb who's arguably probably one or two top running backs in the nfl right now um so and then you know on that defensive side they always got a nice stout defense um but you know uh but not but but they also added uh, another pass rusher in Zadarius Smith to go alongside of Miles Garrett. So that can also kind of be scary. But the thing about the Cleveland Browns is is that other part of that defense. The other part of that defense is kind of going to make you scratch your head and go like, uh, maybe. You know what I mean? I'm not 100% sure yet. But um, with this game, I can see us getting a dub also. I'm going to go ahead and say we get the dub on that one. Um, like I said, um, because the Browns defense is, is just a little shaky. It's just a little shaky in my opinion. Um, and and I just don't really foresee those guys being that dangerous. Um, they can be dangerous at times, but I just – I just think that we had the better team um, all around. I uh, I just see it. And, and, you know, I understand this is a Ravens podcast and not trying to be biased, but I honestly just think that we have a better team. Um, also, who I think we have a better team, and once again we'll be on the road again, <laughs> um, is the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Pittsburgh Steelers now, don't get me wrong, uh, I, I'm not really sleeping on the Steelers. And I'm pretty sure a lot of you Steelers fans is probably like, you shouldn't sleep on this. That, that, that. You know what I mean? Uh, but a four-year with Kenny Pickett, a four-year under, um, you know, you, you get another year, you, uh, he's under Mike Tomlin. Now he know the expectations he finally got um, through that rookie season. Um and they also added some more key pieces on both sides of the ball. And um, I still yet don't believe in the Steelers yet. And I understand that, yes, I really hate the Steelers with a passion, but I still don't believe Then I, I haven't really paid attention to the Steelers camp enough, and I'm pretty sure things can happen uh, throughout the OTAs and, you know, throughout the regular um, offseason. But I still don't think that the Steelers did enough to help out Mika Fitzpatrick in that back end. Now, they, if they did, correct me if I'm wrong. If they did, um, then maybe they might have a different story. But if they still let Mika roam back there by herself with no help, man, I don't. I just don't really see the Steelers' defense improving. Now, I understand under T.J. Watt, they're the most dominant, one of the most dominant, scary pass rusher team in the NFL. Yes, they are. They can most definitely have that. But I also don't think that you can just live with just having T.J. Watt and Mika Fitzpatrick. I think you have to do more. You, you have to find another 
interior linebacker that can run sideline to sideline. I think you have to find another stout DB that can go back that will make it so you can think about throwing to that side. You know what I mean? And I don't think the Steelers really address that. Now, the Steelers is a team that can always bounce that and find that on the fly. You know what I mean? I, I, I truly see that. But I just don't see them getting it done early. And this is another game that I can most definitely feel that the Ravens gets another dub in this. So, so far, uh, we get four dubs, one loss. So that's like a 4-1 in the first five weeks. Here's where it gets tricky. Because, like I said, the Ravens schedule at first it went home, away, home, away, away. We most definitely go away. This year we go travel across the pond. We we gonna be in London in week six against the Tennessee Titans, man. And I'm not a big fan of us traveling um, to another country and playing. Um, Cause the last time we went to, um, most definitely we had went to London, man. We got embarrassed. It made it seem like, oh my god, you know what I mean? It makes me want to say that I, I cannot see. I'm legally blind. So, you know, I mean, that and, and it really bothered me when we went over there to uh, uh, to London and played. We got blown out. If I'm not mistaken, we got blown out by the Jacksonville Jaguars, and they wasn't even the team that they were last year. <laughs> oh, man, it, it really bothered me. It really did bother me. But at the same time, man, um, with the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's going to bother me again. <laughs> I really do, man. I, I really just don't see uh, the benefit of us playing over um, in another country. and It's going to hurt us. We got to play early in a different time zone. It's not just traveling over to the West Coast. This is actually traveling further to the East Coast, you feel me? And I, I just don't think it will look good for us. Um, I honestly don't think so. I, I just really think that we're going to have to take an L on this one. Um because we took it out last year, I mean, uh, previous year, and I just don't really see us it working out in our favor this year, man. And so I, I can most definitely see us take a loss on that one. I think that's a too early game, being in a different atmosphere. Um, might hurt us a little bit. Could be something, things could change. Uh, I understand that Tennessee is also going through, uh, they still have uh, – uh, uh, Tannehill is that quarterback, and they still got Derrick Henry. They still got Mike Rabel as that head coach. You know what I mean? That, and that's going to be a well, uh, well-coached team. But I just think that going to London is going to mess our sleep pattern up. It's going to mess our, mess our whole thing up. You know what I mean? Hopefully it don't. Hopefully, you know, like I said, it's just my prediction. Hopefully I do be wrong, but I just got. I, I'm just not really liking this. It, only thing I like that it is early in the season. It won't catch us late in the season. Most definitely won't catch us after the bye. But I just think that us trying to figure out our offensive flow. Hopefully by then we we by we will discover who our office our office identity is, and hopefully LJ is is, is balling out. 
hopefully our whole offense is balling out, whether it's on a throwing on on a running tip. We just need our offense to be clicking um, going up, up into London. But like I said, by this game going to a different country, man, and in, in, in the previous past, man, it wasn't good for us. I kind of just don't see it being good for us this time also. Um, so I, get, I can kind of see us catching the L on that one. So that's cool. But when we go to week seven, we come back home and we face the Detroit Lions. Now, the last time we faced the Detroit Lions, my man Justin Tucker got the longest field goal in NFL history. This time, I don't think that this is going to come down to um, uh, this going to be the deciding factor of the game. I think this this is the time that we're going to have to, after we didn't took that L up in London, I think that we're going to have to come home and establish some real identity. Somebody that uh, we're going to have to show the, this Detroit Lions team that over in London was not, this is not going to be the same team that's happening this time at the bank, you feel me? So I think we most definitely catch the W on this one. We're going to have to snatch that dub. I don't think I just think I just know that we won't have to snatch that dub coming from London, man. Because now we are getting to the meaty part of the season for real. Is is this is where I hate to say it, that majority of the injuries start happening on everywhere in the NFL is around week seven. You know what I mean? And I, I I'm not fully sold on the Detroit Lions yet. Will the Detroit Lions um potentially can win their division. Yes. Now that Aaron Rodgers is gone and, and it's just the Packers uh, and the Packers is trying to figure out is Jordan Love going to be the guy. I still believe that Chicago Bears is better than the Detroit Lions uh, this upcoming season. Things could change, but I just think that the Detroit Lions is going to be fighting for that, uh, will be in that second spot, but I just think they're going to have a struggling time against AFC teams. Um, and why not get to struggle against us? <laughs> um, they they already they they let go. They traded away uh, Stromal Swift, which is a crazy move. They let Jamal Anderson walk away, um, and they still didn't really do nothing on their wide receiver tip, far as the Detroit Lions. Um, so the Detroit Lions, I believe, is going to be struggling a little bit, uh, especially around this time part of the season, trying to figure out. Do they believe in their rookie running backs with the running backs that's behind uh, this up and coming now? Not behind because they're coming in the forefront now. Um, can they be that team or can they be, have that running game together? Or can Jared Goff to that next level and actually be the quarterback that you can believe that it can win you games? I'm not really sold on Jared Goff like that, so I don't see that happening. So we get that dub on that one. The next dub that we get. And it's going to be a 425 game. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No I will be against the Arizona Cardinals. I still don't believe in Arizona Cardinals or Kyler Murray. 
I still believe that uh, Colin Murray is coming back after the ACL injury. He's still going trying to find his move, his footing back into the ground, and I don't think he's going to be as mobile as um, he used to be. I also believe that the Arizona Cardinals didn't really – I understand they got D-Hop and they have um, Hollywood Brown, but I still believe that they still need something. They still need a, a, a dynamic running back. I, I'm not really sold on Connor. Um, I still believe that you have a D hop as your number one, but I'm still not sold on Hollywood. Will Hollywood have a, a better season than last year? It's potentially, you know what I mean? Hollywood is not a bad wide receiver. It just, at times, man, he, he don't really put an imprint on the game. That just, you know what I mean? What I, how I, I look at it. He don't really put a big imprint in the game. And, and I, I believe that now that, uh, we will have the ball rolling by week eight. I think we'll be able to establish our offense and our running game, and hopefully our wide receiver room is finally came alive around this time. Um, so I got us winning that game. Um, another game will be week nine against the Seattle Seahawks. This game is going to be a little bit of a biter, um, but I'm still not sold on the Seahawks, and the Seahawks is not a team that you can just roll over. And to say automatically it went. But I do see us getting a dub on this one um, for the simple fact that Seattle is a good team, but when it comes to AFC opponents, they're not all that tough. Um, they kind of go to sleep. They kind of take a, a, a lower net when it comes to them playing the AFC teams. And um, us being at the bank and then they coming in from coming from the Pacific time zone, I think that's also going to play a factor coming into late in the season is now they you know they got to come from a, a different time zone so i think that then also play a factor against um us and then it's going to be loud at the bank you know i mean i'm pretty sure gino and his new contract is going to have to try to you know try to get the plays called and then try to get the wide receivers in the line adjusted and all that and i'm pretty sure we're going to give that state we're going to have that stadium rocking um but I still see us coming out with a dub. I really do. Um, and, and, and honestly, from week seven to week 11, in my opinion, I just see us getting dubs. I see us going on a nice win streak. The Ravens is known for going on a nice little win streak um, here and there. But I, I honestly, I can see us going on a nice little win streak. So, um, we're going to take that in week nine and week 10, we're going to catch the Cleveland Browns. And then at week 11, uh, I also think we're going to catch, that's what we catch Cincinnati Bengals. Um, like I said, we gave up that one game in Cincinnati, but now when they come to uh, week 11, it's going to be a Thursday night game, an 8-15 game. And it's at the bank. I think this is where the Ravens and, uh, and our identity gets scary. I think this is where, we start taking off, and and maybe we we hopefully we are leading in the AFC division because we need we need to be winning that division, um, kind of early, and we got to make sure that we win the games that we supposed to win. I think that's the only time that um the Cincinnati ain't gonna really be able to catch us as long as we keep winning the AFC and winning our division. Now, when it comes to Week Twelve. Week 12 against the Los Angeles Chargers on a Sunday night game. I think that's where our win streak might have to come to an end. 
Um, because like I said, it's going to be some tough sledding. There's going to be some tough games against the Seahawks, against the Browns, and against the Bengals. And out of those three games, I got us going three and zero. You know what I mean? And then by it being a Sunday night game, and it's a way. It's a way. This is us traveling to uh, the Western time zone now. And I think that's that's where our win streak comes to an end. The Chargers is having a good is is, is already going. Uh, not going to be a team that you can just pull just pull up the couch and just think it's going to be a done deal. It's not going to happen. The Chargers, they have a young quarterback who has something to prove, a contract out to get. And I honestly believe that this is the time where Justin Herbert going to have to really solidify himself as being one of the top quarterbacks and to get his money. And, I, and by them also getting another weapon in that wide receiver room, I think that – and this is where they're going to catch us. And, you know, I mean, it's not a bad game, not a bad team to lose to or anything in that nature, but I just think that our win streak gets snapped right there only because of where our games is going to be at. You know what I mean? So that would be cool. That give us time to regroup, uh, go into the bye week in week 13, to regroup and, and try to hopefully we don't have a lot of injuries because that's also going to come to a play when you in the deep in the middle of that offseason, I mean, in the middle of that season, is hopefully injuries don't play a factor. And uh, if it does, we can go into week 13, you know, gather ourselves, hopefully get healthy and, and, and figure out the game plan on how we're going to ride out these last five games. You know what I mean? So that's that's a good thing that how we have uh, uh, a late bye week. You know, I mean, I like I, I'm not uh, really sold on late bye weeks, but this is the one bye week that I can kind of be sold on because, like I said, dealing with injuries and, and try to regroup. And it's only five games after that. And hopefully, maybe I can kind of see it that we can go on the win streak in that five games. You know, what I mean, because those last five games, we got the Rams, the Jaguars, the 49ers, the Dolphins and the Steelers. And out of those, in my opinion, all those games are winnable. The only game that I'm really, really was two games. Well, I guess those it's three games out of the five games that I'm really going to be paying attention to. One is the Jacksonville Jaguars because that's a get back game. Last year we had that we had the Jaguars game in the palm of our hand, and we watched it slip away from us in the last uh, quarter, in the last five minutes of the fourth quarter. We watched Jacksonville march up on us and take that dub from right underneath of us, which it shouldn't happen. So this is most definitely going to have to be a get-back game, and it's a Sunday night game. Then following that Sunday night game, we go week 16, we are away at the San Francisco 49ers on a Monday night game. That game is also winnable because depending on who's their quarterback, I'm pretty sure around that time late in the season it will be Brock Purdy in my opinion. But, you know what I mean, they also going to be having that quarterback battle throughout their whole season, in my opinion. They're going to have to figure out is Brock, when when can Brock Purdy come back. That's one thing. And then number two, do they really believe in uh, Trey Lance? So if Brock Purdy is not ready to begin the season and Trey Lance is, is winning, do you do you switch out the quarterbacks? Do you say, hey, Brock Purdy got us, this, got us the dub last year, so we most definitely going to have to solidify and give him this quarterback spot now. Or do you ride it out with Trey Lance? 
or vice versa? What if Brock Purdy is struggling? Do you say, well, last year he didn't struggle? And you know what I mean? So it, it, it's a it's a lot. And then by them losing D'Amico Ryan's that defensive coordinator, I think that's also going to hurt their defense just a little bit. I understand that uh, D'Amico Ryan wasn't on the field playing, but he did. He was a key uh, contributor to that defense. So that's also it's like an iffy game, you know what I mean? But I still got it as a dub, and I also got to watch out the the week seventeen against the Miami Dolphins. Remember, in the first three quarters, man. We was killing them. We had that game also one two, but it came in that fourth quarter. Miami Dolphins just ran away with it, literally ran away with it. <laughs> with with uh, uh, Tyreek Hill and Waddle just going crazy, running around like his backyard football. So this is most definitely got to have to be a get back game. The only thing I'm kind of riding with us is for the simple fact that the Dolphins last year. On the tail end of that season was trash. Was was no good. Couldn't win the game if 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 they wanted to. You know what I mean? I'm pretty sure they wanted to win some of those games last year on the tail end. Excuse me, on the tail end of that season. But this has got to be also a get back game. They can't. We can't just have um, the Dolphins doing a repeat of what they did to us last year. Just can't happen, man. And I don't think it will happen. And then, of course, the last game of the season is against the Pittsburgh Steelers again. Now, this game is to be determined as far as the time-wise. It will be at the bank. Hopefully, I can be down at the stadium for that one, too. Um, all, but the thing about it is this is reason I think it's to be the, the, the time is to be determined is to figure out playoff implications. Is the Steelers going to be good? Is the Ravens going to be good? Um, what's on the line? You know what I mean? Um, so I can't wait to see how that game comes out about, man. So in all the total, man, my prediction of this season, and I know people in the outside world, they already had, they came up with their predictions, and they figured that we will be 12-5 and five this year. I think not. I think that we will be – Um. I'm gonna go 14 and three. That's 17 games. Nah, you know what? I'm gonna go 13 and four. That's my. That's why I feel that the Ravens will end up being 13 and four this year. That will get us the number one seed in the AFC North, and I believe that could potentially get us at the top two seeds in the AFC in the playoffs. Um. So yeah, I, that that's pretty much where I got where we can pretty much uh land that in this AFC uh schedule this coming this oh I'm sorry this NFL schedule coming out uh this LV came out but this upcoming schedule the business arrangements the business that we need to handle is most definitely will be handled uh 13 times this year we're gonna handle it 13 times this year so I think that this is the year that the bank is going to be live I think the Ravens flock it's going to be uh, joyful this year. We're going to be exciting this year. I think Lamar and that offense is going to be um, rolling this year. I'm hopefully and praying that they can get, uh, they can at least come up with 4,000 passing yards this year. I'm hoping and praying. And our defense can be in the top five this year. You know what I mean? And, and I really uh, believe 
that we will be in all those categories, we just got to wait and see. We just got to wait and see, man. So there we have it, man. I appreciate y'all joining this episode, man, called The Business Arrangements, man. I I, I, I hope y'all enjoyed this episode, man. I hope y'all agree with me. Even if you don't agree with me, man, make sure y'all comment um, below. Tell me what, what y'all think. Ravens Nation, what do y'all believe that um, we going to be this year? What y'all give, give y'all comments in the comment section, you feel me? Also, as y'all can clearly see, you know what I mean? I tried to get it on camera a lot. At the Bank Merch is now available, man. All you got to do is just go to the link. Um, follow the grid network, go to that link, go to the clothing line and boom, you'll see it. All you got to do is look for the logo, you know what I mean? And go ahead and order your hats, your t-shirts, your sweatshirts, your hoodies, your coffee mugs. If you want to put it on your dog, your dog bandana, phone cases, you know what I mean? Whatever it is that go on there and check it out, man. I guarantee you would not be disappointed, man. I, I, I'm telling y'all, y'all see it. At the bank, the grid, we coming, you feel me? And I appreciate y'all joining, man. Make sure y'all tune in to all the grid networks uh play um uh shows, whether it's your general sports, whether it's your your own team, whether we got the commanders uh on demand, we have uh clutch sports, we have all even podcasts, whatever it is, we got the form for the latest fans, whatever it is, make sure y'all go to the grid network and tune in, man. Because we out here working, we out here grinding, and also we out here dare to be different, you feel me? So if you dare to be different, man, come into the grid, you feel me? But until then, man, I like I said, I appreciate y'all, and always to my Ravens fans, big trust. I'm out. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.